It's That Guy Show. My name is Matt. And I'm William. We got all kind of stuff to talk about today. The Grammys, our first live shows tomorrow. You guys got to come out to Covington. Come on. Everybody. Yeah. What's up, Will? Hey, buddy. It's been a while. It's been a while. It hasn't been that long. We lost the episode. We totally recorded an episode. I was in Arizona. We co- recorded a episode. It was epic because I actually recorded one when I wasn't here at the studio, and we it's it's gone. Yeah. Corrupted in the world of corrupted files, hacked by Russia, taken down. It's, it's rough. It Sorry, is rough. Will. It's okay. I know you took that really personally. I I did. Because we did such a good job of being remote and did our first one. And the thing that got screwed up was my end <laughs> inside of like the good studio <laughs> got screwed up. Yeah. But hey, look, we got a new desk. Well, we got the same desk, but we got new kind of a new setup. Yeah. We got these new little mics. I like them. The, the mic stands. Not so much stuff going on up yeah. here for the for the YouTubes. We thought it'd be nice to have like the bendy arms and the boom arms so we can move around because that's what I like the comfort. Uh, but it worked when we had the chairs. I realized with the table, we just have, it was just so much stuff, and now we are less cluttered. Less cluttered. All right, so we have all kind of cool stuff going on, one of which is that we are having our first live show. William, are you fired up about this? I am. I'm actually extremely nervous about it. I mean, yeah, because we don't know what we're going to do yet, but besides <laughs> that... Uh, so we got invited to do our podcast live at what is called Theology on Tap, or by some people they call it uh, Tot. 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 I was calling it, I called it something. You keep so. saying, hey, when we go to T.O.B. Oh, T.O.B. Like, yeah, we're not doing T.O.B., dude. We're doing T.O.T. It's T.O.T. Tot. Uh, so yeah, so it's like a, it's like they usually gather in a bar somewhere like that. And it's like, they usually talk about like faith and family and stuff like that. And while we talk about those things, uh, on a reg, um, yeah. mostly family, uh, and with our faith and all that stuff, we like to share that. So it's really exciting to be able to go out, uh, into this live venue and do it. So we have all kind of cool ideas. We're going to play some games. It's all about love. So like a whole episode, uh, it's well tomorrow when you hear this podcast. So like cancel your plans for tomorrow. It's Thursday, February 21st. First. First. Pretty sure. We'll fact check that. Uh, is the <laughs> 21st. It starts at 630 at the Chimes in Covington. Yeah. So um, it's yeah. Everybody gets there around 630. Definitely want to get there early because uh, we'll be doing a, a game and, and asking some trivia questions between 630 and 7. Uh, And then me and Will, we're going to share about all kind of stuff about life and and love. It should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm excited. And uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be good times. And we get to drink beer. So all of that combined. Do we get to drink for free? Is that part of the thing? Like the speakers can drink like as much beer as they want. That's that's what I always thought. You always thought that every every time I've gone to one, the the speakers have left like sloppy drunk. Really? No, I don't want to. No, I don't no. want to say <laughs> yeah, that. You're like the we'll be like the first ones. Yeah. That's right. Never invited. I'm gonna back. get so drunk off of Blue Moon and oranges. <laughs> I don't think there's enough time or a funnel big enough to get you drunk off of Blue Moon. As long as I can fruit that beer, I'm drinking. Did you see the Did you see the thing I made for Facebook about about it? 
I put hashtag girly beer because I knew you were going to oh, drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would be that. drinking a girly beer, and I knew I, I will would be because I'm going to be drinking Purple Haze because I love... I'm, I'm back on the keto diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm two weeks in. So can you do Purple Haze? No. I, yeah, it's called cheating. You just oh. <laughs> randomly <laughs> just have a cheat day. Well, it's, yeah. everyone has one. Yeah, absolutely. And my cheat day is going to be with Purple Haze, which nice. I love. Out of the tap and local... I don't really like it out of a can in a bottle. I mean, I don't hate it, but it tastes totally different to me. I don't know why. I think most stuff does. Like a fountain drink at a gas station tastes so much better than a bottle drink. Yeah, I mean, they definitely differ. All I right, so it. so you're you're back on keto. So I'm back on the keto diet. Um, I uh, you know, I just I just started gaining as, weight as a again. man. Me too. And it's like I I was I lost forty pounds, and then wait when I lost forty pounds uh, about a year ago. It was July. So I started going back to physical therapy for my back and things were just getting really bad. And I joined the gym and I started, I did a 30 day challenge where I did keto and I did the gym for 30 days and I lost about like 20 that first month. And then I slowly lost more. I, I like, I hold my weight really well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't. So like from like, from like 220 to almost to like two, like almost 250. I'm almost like the same size clothes. Yeah. But as soon as you hit that 250 mark, that's where it starts to like, I was 260 at one time. That was the highest weight I've ever been. Oh, wow. And I've been down to like the 200, um, like 205 range for a while now. Um, and uh, so with my back and the just the problems I've been having with my back, that was part of why I started it. So I went from 240 back down to 200. Because we were both looking pretty heavy on this video. Which one? Our, the videos like we do it for the podcast. Oh yeah. Well, we you know we're 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 chunky men. So I need to lose weight. Well, so yeah. So I started doing that. Lost weight, but really, I actually. So are you really doing it? My point is, is that I'm I'm a challenge you. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm really doing it. Like my head hurts. Like my, I'm doing it. But I mean, like the. I've done it multiple times. So like I almost like I can feel it in my body. Yeah. Like I know when I when I'm like in ketosis and I the real reason I actually went with the keto diet was one to lose weight. But really, um, it was because of everybody was talking about anti-inflammatory stuff mm-hmm. and my doctors don't know what's wrong with my back. I've been de- like MRIs and x-rays and just it's ridiculous. The amount of so money I'm throwing at doctors who have stuff. no idea about anything. They have no clue. And so I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to try something else. And so I, uh, I did experience relief on my back, but I didn't know, I didn't connect it to the keto. Oh, I connected to losing weight. Right. I didn't think it was just the, the, the anti-inflammatory stuff. Well, this time I literally, I'm two weeks in. So last week I just noticed my backside was not hurting as bad. Now I've been, I had steroid shots and so they were starting to wear off and it was all starting to come back. And a week into keto, like my back has legitimately felt better. And I was like, whoa, like it is apparently like something to that whole, I don't know what it is about grains and carbs and making inflammation, but it seems to help be helping me. But anyway, that was the original reason why I did it. But I do feel like this weird energy, like I'm like awake and energetic and I'm like randomly not hungry. That's like some of the weirdest parts about keto. Like I really feel not hungry. And like the other day I didn't eat anything till I got home around six o'clock and I ate big old dinner. Yeah. Just ate as much as I wanted. And then, um, I know it then, affects different people different ways. Cause I did really well on it and I enjoyed being on it. Um, and Elise didn't, she didn't feel good on it and it actually was not really good for her diabetes. 
you know, it's a, it's an ultra low carb diet. Yeah. Like it's not just low carb. It's like ultra low carb. Yeah. And it wasn't good for her. And she's got diabetes. You know, it's just weird that. Well, everybody helping. Well, yeah. But I think, yeah. I mean, obviously everybody's different because you have to. Because I did good going vegan. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed being vegan. I did that for about three months. I got a buddy went vegan. Um, we're still friends, but it's hard. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't do it for any other reason other than we were doing this weight loss challenge at work. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go vegan. I've been hearing all this stuff about it. And like, it just kind of makes sense to get rid of all of like the dairy part. You know, yeah. for me, it not that I was addicted to dairy, but I was like, I'll just try it out. Dude, I lost. The problem was, is that, you know, I was eating vegan like fried chicken patties, like for sandwiches and like vegan burgers, like all my meals. Like Oreos are vegan. So you're eating a lot of Oreos. So like Oreo vegan cake from Whole Foods was like at every meal. It was a staple of dessert for every meal. So I was just eating a lot of garbage vegan stuff that was vegan. I I ended up losing like a lot of muscle mass as well. So but I lost 55 pounds in two months, two and a half months. Wow. I lost a that's a lot ungodly amount of weight. Man. So yeah, I mean yeah, I can see that. So I'm trying. I'm I'm vegan. down five pounds from my just giving up soft drinks. No sodas because I have a huge addiction to soda. And then starting Monday, no more candy, period. Wow. No candy because I eat a lot of candy as well. But you just can't give up beer before next Thursday. I don't drink beer, so it doesn't really matter. I'm not giving it up. So I will have a beer. Okay, that makes sense. Um, But I've gotten onto these uh, like polar. Oh, that looks. Like seltzer water. Oh, that looks just delightfully terrible. I hated these. But I'm telling you, since I gave up soft drinks. Yeah, I I'm can imagine starting, it's a good like substitute. my taste bugs are starting taste bugs taste buds are starting to like stuff like this. Yeah, I always hate a Lacroix. We always have Lacroix in the house. Oh, we know. always have these my polars. My wife drinks Lacroix. It's 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 awful. My wife drinks it like it's water, even though it is water. But it's just I don't I don't like it. But now that I gave up soft drinks, I'm starting. To, I'm finding flavors I like. I'm like, ooh, I'm actually craving this, and it tastes like sweet. Like oh, it tastes good. sweet. I'm so glad you're just sweet. replacing one addiction with another. Good for you. Look at all the <laughs> zeros, dude. Look at all the zeros. Oh yeah, so it's 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 more of a healthy addiction. ingredients. It doesn't even say ingredients. It just says contains carbonated water. <laughs> like the things in this don't even have names. Like the chemicals have yet to be considered. There's no chemicals. Yeah, whatever. There's nothing in it. There's something in it, or else natural it wouldn't be flavors. raspberry lime. Oh, natural flavors. Yeah, you know what's natural? A actual raspberry and an actual lime. It Those, tastes like a raspberry and a lime. It doesn't taste fake. Why don't they just put a raspberry and lime in water and then boom, save yourself the time? Of buying that. Do you know how much raspberries cost? Do you know how much limes cost? Not that much. Anyway, so we have a we have a random we're segment gonna we're going to do. Right now. We're about to argue. <laughs> we're going to do a segment here. It's called 30 Seconds of Controversy. Let's do this. We're just going to we're going to talk about something. We're going to argue it for 30 seconds, but we need a, a timer. And I got I one. Yeah, okay. You got a timer ready? Yeah. Okay, good. So I was playing on my phone. Right um, so... We're going to do 30 seconds. As soon as it's over, that's it. You decide who wins, not us. I I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. All right. What's what's our... What's the... Is it going to be this one? We need to come what, up with the that good one, That's a good one right there. Sorry. There's so many... What, what's happened to just the... <laughs> that's our timer? All right, sure. Do the quack. The okay. quacker. That's our timer. Okay. Set. All right, what are, what are we I'm gonna, arguing? Okay, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say the. I'm gonna say the statement that I believe is true, and then we're going to. Uh, yeah, then we're just gonna argue. Thirty seconds. That's it. Um, 
Let's fight fair. Here we go. Southwest is the most terrible airline of all of all history. Go. Um, Southwest is actually the best. Everyone says that, but it's terrible. It brings out the worst in humanity. You get on the plane, you pretend like you have a lap child, you don't have a lap child, you're you're pretending like you're not married to your spouse. This is coming from a guy that has never flown Delta. Oh, I have flown Delta, okay? And they have first class, which is where I prefer to be, rather than sitting in there, scrapping like Lord of the Flies in the freaking plane, just so that I don't have to have someone sit next to me. But I want to know my seat number, I want to have no stress, get on the plane and sit. All right. That was good. I don't think 30 seconds is long enough. No, I think it's plenty long. I totally won that. You just talked the most. <laughs> this is how I do. Okay. You ready? Southwest is better. Here we What's go. What's the next one? We're, next time we're doing a minute. It's got to be a minute. This Whatever. Is this is go. not a It's perfect. All right, here we go. 30 seconds each. No. Next time. No. No, that's not fair. I like to interrupt and we'll you. And we'll let the viewers vote. I like to interrupt you and stuff. All right, here we go. Skill milk and coffee is an abomination and should be banned. Skim milk, not skill milk. Skim milk. Okay, here we go. It's starting time. Let's do it. Um, you think it's an abomination and should be banned? Yeah, I don't think skim milk should be allowed in coffee ever. I don't think any creamer should be allowed in coffee. Well, that's ridiculous. Don't tell me how to live my life. I won't tell you how to live your life. But I'm not telling you. You are actually telling me. I'm just saying I don't no, think it should I'm be No, I'm saying in you there. can have milk. You just can't have skim milk. Skim milk is stupid. It shouldn't even exist. All milk is stupid. We're, we're, the only, we're the only other animals in the entire animal kingdom that drinks another animal's milk. We're also the only other animal with freaking higher intelligence. So therefore, we can drink whatever the heck we want. And doesn't I'm going to drink me some should, creamer. It doesn't mean we should Up be able to drink coffee. it. Up in my coffee. I saw the flash before the timer went off. So it was kind of scary. Like I thought we were being... Uh, you know, flash bomb by the FBI. Okay, okay. All right. I see. I still think. You think? You think we could do this for a minute? I think so. Because right. I, I had so many more arguments. I didn't realize. I thought thirty seconds was a long time. It does seem like a long time until <laughs> not. until you get hit. When with you're the, under the gun, thirty <laughs> seconds goes by fast. When, when I watch Minute to Win It, I'm like, you guys have so much time. But when you're in it, ooh, a minute ain't long <laughs> enough. Okay. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> That was just wow. I worked it up to that one. Uh, at least it was respectable opposed to the last time. My wife is texting me. Oh, Let she's me like, could you not be burping in the microphone? Oh, right. good. I can go get my bird. Okay. We didn't even talk about that. That's right. another podcast. We can bring that up later. We'll another, debate another it. Another podcast. All right. Walmart or Target, sir. And uh, of course, I'm going to pick Target. Okay. Who wouldn't? Okay. I, I Walmart. Why do you pick Walmart? Because you can get everything at Walmart. Yeah, and you including, can't get everything at Target. Well, you can also get STDs from touching things. <laughs> That's not so true. Congratulations. I've never gotten an STD from Walmart. The place is dirty and crowded. Every People will Walmart, try to cut you. Every in Walmart. Walmart has a McDonald's or a Subway. Target has fake Target food. Uh, it has a, a freaking Starbucks coffee. Come on, man. That's way better than Walmart. Starbucks sucks. Plus, Wal- you can actually buy stuff at Target that's not going to break. That's actually re- legitimate, worthwhile <laughs> things. Ugh, I need a minute. I'm not good at this. <laughs> uh, we only got one left. It'll, you'll be fine. You got this. You're doing good. <laughs> I'm, I'm so frustrated right now. <laughs> Save it save it for the last one. Go all out. Oh, I'm going all out on the last one. <laughs> this next one here, this is utter uh, bl- blarky. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Weezer's new album, cover album, Teal. It was freaking amazing. Love it. On the playlist. Okay. 
first of all, it's not even a cover album. It's just the Teal album that has happens to be filled with covers that aren't really that good. It doesn't sound like a Weezer. They took someone else's song and said, you know what? I'm going to play it exactly how they recorded it years ago and then make money off of it. Utter garbage. That's the exact definition of what a cover is. No, but it's a good cover the is song. when a good cover is when you take the song, you and make a, it your own, you and bastardize you, it, you change it, you make it your own, you make it your own, sing it like the band, then you can change it. No, press play. That's how you. That's wait till the next like the album band. where they put their spin. <laughs> there you go. Thirty minutes of controversy. It got heated. Weezer sucks. It got heated. We clipped so many times. Oh. Probably because we were screaming in the microphone. That's what happens when you get heated, man. Well, uh, <laughs> that should be on your soundboard right there. Uh, yeah, I got I to gotta redo that soundboard. Uh, all right. All right, it's so, water time, uh, that was... I mean, first of all, you have to at least feel like the videos for the Weezer were fun to watch. I mean, come on. They were like redoing the video because they did in the mute in the videos the same thing they did in the music which was try to be as accurate as they possibly can in the recreation of even the videos i don't remember africa's video well i bet you it was weird al yankovic singing on a stage i'm pretty sure that's what that was (laughs) (laughs) the original song he was a lot younger back then but i don't think he he looked the same it was amazing i don't think he was in that in that video (laughs) i have a feeling it was uh a lot of people in africa because that's what they would have done they would have like gone to Africa and, and did something, you know, like Duran Duran would sing. And all of a sudden they were like wolves. Well, I see that you speaking of somebody that I didn't see at the Grammys, of course, the Grammys are like really long. Like there's a ton of stuff that happens that aren't that isn't actually televised. So when I went back and watched all the live performances, which I had to do really briefly before they took them down. But, oh, you're pulling up the original Africa video. No. Yeah. But there's no sound. So you can keep talking. This is a tote-toped. Tote-toped. Anyway, so uh, (laughs) it's hard to focus when you're trying to fact check me right now. I'm just saying this. Look, I don't see Weird Al anywhere in this video so far. And look, It it barely started, dude. Where are they at? Oh, they're in a library right now. Let me skip forward. (laughs) Where are they at? Oh, wow. Is that Weird Al? No. (laughs) Oh, they're still in a library. He looks just like Weird Al. Look, there they are on the stage. Look how many people they have on the stage, though. They didn't have that many in the Weezer video. Yeah, they made it their own. They made it nice and boring. <laughs> they did. They Weezered it up. There you go. Look, he's playing a djembe because they made it way more, way more normal. This is so bad. This is a pretty interesting. Anyway. How come this song's not racist? It probably is. I mean, pretty much everything at this point is offensive to okay. someone. So anyway, so I... um. So anyway, so I did watch all the live performances at the Grammys. Um, a year ago, we actually started the podcast. One of our first episodes was about is is like rock music uh, going Early. soft? Is rock music dying? Is rock music dead? I'll have to say like in as far as the Grammys and like pop culture, like rock music's been assassinated. Like it hasn't, it's not just dead. It has literally been assassinated and like eliminated from the planet. They didn't have a single uh, rock award televised on TV and they didn't have a single rock band uh, play a rock song on 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 the Grammys at all. Is that Zero. is that the Grammys fault? Is um, that rock music's fault? No, I think that I think it's been I think it's been the record labels. I think rock music was the first one to say F 
off to the record labels and to Hollywood and started producing their own music and they were doing their own thing and they didn't want to play ball. And you saw it with Napster, you saw it with Metallica, and it was basically like they, they, they managed to squash internet radio, then they managed to control and own internet radio the way they wanted to. They ended up taking down the airwaves, used to be able to go online and listen to any radio station in the world, uh, same with TV, and then they, they, put, <clears throat> they put the locks on that. And then you got the man, basically, like to consider like Clear Channel or iHeartRadio. They just bought up all this stuff, and they control what you want to hear. So it, it, it's a it's a bit of a thing between the radio and the record labels and Hollywood, and they control what they want to be popular. So they took when when rock music wasn't playing ball, they were like, you know what, we're gonna go back all these. Old, what's the last? What's the last one hit wonder rock band you can think of? I mean, I'm sure one there's a few. Wonder rock band? Yeah, right. But you know that you have you have breakout artists all the time. Yeah. But I mean, when's the last rock album? I mean, I'm thinking like The Darkness. I'm sure there's been plenty. But like, I can't think of like random rock bands that just seem to like pop up out of nowhere, have a one hit wonder and then get popular. Like, when's the last time that happened? You know, right when they started doing this, they just started going back to all these old bands like Red Hot Chili Peppers or Get Your Foo Fighters. I know you like Foo Fighters, but like you get, but it's like they took all this music, like they were reintroducing the Rolling Stones and all this stuff to like the younger generation. And it worked. I mean, they put it all back in movies and TV and all these bands just had this rebirth. And, uh, you know, modern rock is still around. I mean, but it's, it's, it's just got super indie, man. It. It just, it's under, it's, you got to know where to go, man. I guess that's a good point that it's, it's a lot more indie, but I mean, I don't know. Like I, I listen to the alternative station that we have here in New Orleans and it's, you know, it's okay. When I listen, when I had XM and Sirius radio, I listened to the alternative stuff. Um, but the rock stations are always the ones that like, that are disappearing. I mean, I know they have some that are strong or whatever, but they don't, they don't play good music. And the problem is that music today has, it's just, it has changed, you know? Um, the other problem is that most of the rock music that like we grew up listening to is actually starting to be played on <laughs> classic rock stations, you know? So like when I can go to like Bayou 95.7, right? And you're list, you're used to listening to like, you'll have Led Zeppelin on there. You'll have some Ozzy or Black Sabbath, whatever. Um, you'll have this, this, this array of good, you know, classic rock and all of a sudden Nirvana and Pearl Jam's playing on it as well. And you're like, man, I'm getting old. You know, Metallica's playing on it. So it's not just about being old, but you don't even realize like how much that music actually did fit yeah. the previous genre because that's where they got their music from, you know? Um, and so rock music, I don't think, has necessarily died. It's just kind of changed formats. Everybody's getting a little bit older. So you, if you think about, you know, is it rock that went away or is it the people's listening? And I think it's the people's listening. So... They're not looking to us who are in our mid thirties to find out what's the latest and greatest out there. Well, I unfortunately I think SoundCloud caters more to rappers um, because of the easeability of putting out something. You can do it on your own. Computer, well, yeah, you can just yeah, you make a beat, microphone right. and put it on SoundCloud and you're done. You know, you need at least a four track to put a band together, you know? Yeah, and you have to know what you're doing. But yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. But Post Malone did play a mashup song with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, but did he now? Yeah, he did. Anyway, that's something I thought you might be interested in. I am because I, I, it's weird because I don't like Post Malone at all. Yeah, you've mentioned that musically, 
But when I see him in interviews and other stuff like that, I love him. He just seems like a super, like, cool, chill guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, the face tattoos have gone a little too far. Yeah. But... So you can't take those back. You know. Face tattoo is such a huge commitment. Like, it's, no, it's, like I have problems. I have problems being like a tattoo is a huge commitment. I would a like face tattoo is just freaking I would, crazy. I would love some tattoos. I'm just one. I'm sort of afraid of needles, so I got. I don't have that going for me. And then two, I. Uh, I mean, it's just a commitment. Like, where do you put it? I mean, you know. And it's just like, am I gonna like it? Do I want to put it someplace I can't see it? Because then why do I have it? I don't know. You know, oh, I, I love it's, mine. It's just it's confusing. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so um. Well, while I was watching the um, while I was watching the Grammys uh, last, I mean, the last couple of years, I just like the Grammys just made me like mad and sick to my stomach for some reason. But this year, I didn't have that feeling. Like I just, I didn't watch the whole show. So I'll be honest that I don't know like all the awards because I was just really interested in like the live performances and you know, like yeah. like at the halftime, you know, for Super Bowl. Like I like watching live performances of bands and all that stuff. But um. And it's kind of crazy how like some of these performances are really like Broadway shows. I mean, like they bust out sets. Oh I mean, yeah, it's, it's 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 crazy intense. Um, but uh, but it was funny because like okay, so I'm I'm watching the Grammys and Diana Ross does this like huge tribute. It was like her birthday. I mean, she's like almost eighty, and it was like she's like she still I, looks good, doesn't she? Oh yeah, she looks great. And like, but the crazy thing was like. She's singing, and I'm like, I met Diana Ross. Did I ever tell you that you I met, met Diana Ross? I never tell you that I met Diana Ross. No. I met Diana, and this is, I feel so bad because I watched so much punk rock music. I I mean, her name sounded familiar. I knew she was like a famous like artist at some point in history. Yeah, I really had no idea how many songs she wrote. The only song that people were Did singing. Did she quiz you or something? No, but like people were joking because they knew she was coming to this event. Which was at a monastery <laughs> in the middle of the ghetto. Okay. Oh, this is when you were in New York. So I was in New York. I was in Newark, New Jersey. And so we were having a party there at the, oh, it was celebrating my novice master. So I mean, I think we mentioned this before that I used to be a Franciscan monk. Long story. Anyway, I'm in, I'm in Newark in the middle of a really, a really rough neighborhood and whatever. Um, cause we work with the poor and that's what we did. So we always try to find places to live in the poor, but then we had this big old, uh, uh, monastery that we had purchased. And so anyway, so, um, so my novice master tells us that his brother and Diana Ross were coming. Okay. To this party. And so the other brothers are like, Oh my gosh, Diana Ross, like she's famous. And I'm like, who the heck is Diana? Ross? Like I, she sounds familiar. It's like, she's like, friends with Whitney Houston like I mean I don't oh know my and so then they started singing the like she works hard for the money song you know and I was like oh I've heard that song yeah I was like oh I've heard that song okay so she's got she's got a hit out there you know <laughs> <laughs> so we're like outside parking cars for this event and like this like uh this black car rolls up it was like an expedition you know like the windows rolled down it was like Diana Ross and she's like hey brothers like where do we park you know uh and I was like, oh, my gosh. And so we were inside. I mean, I had very brief conversation. I mean, I wasn't really like talking, talking with her. I just, you know, I met her and heard her talk and she was talking to us as a group and then whatever. Um, and it's funny how you've never asked me why Diana Ross is at this party in a monastery in the middle of Newark. Oh, is she like she's friends with the, the guy's brother. Well, yeah, she's married to him, apparently. Oh, so yeah. by the novice master actually married them. Um, and he, she married his brother. And so it was kind of crazy. So actually while, 
while I was there, I was uh, while I was watching the Grammys, I was like, oh, I wonder if I can find him. And sure enough, he's in the crowd. She's got everybody holding hands and like waiting, like swaying back and forth, like only a 70 year old woman could pull off. <laughs> and then uh, everyone's swaying back and forth. And I see him in the crowd. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's my novice master's brother. They look alike. It's creepy. It's like seeing your. That is creepy. Yeah. Anyway. So good old Diana Ross. She killed it, though. She did a great job. She sang six number one hits. That's a lot. 12 top 10 hits and 40 songs. Ooh, there's one called charted. Touch Me in the Morning. That's interesting. Yeah, it's from 1973, so you know it's cool. Is it like about morning prayer, or is this about like something else? It's <laughs> <laughs> about the Holy Spirit coming in. This is in like, is, yeah, this, morning is, prayer. this is a, Endless a good love, antiphon. Upside down. Ooh. Yeah, so when I when I saw her sing Endless Love, I was like, oh, and I hate to reference it, but that my only reference to that song is, of course, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. So it's like, my... <laughs> Endless love. Ooh. <laughs> so me and Will, so it was my idea that me and Will should sing a love song in order to promote theology, uh, theology on tap. There it is. Tot. Tot. So our live performance at Tot, I was like, we should have ourselves lip singing like a love song. And I was thinking Endless Love would be a great song. I don't really know the lyrics other than my endless love. But I think we should yeah. do that. What do you think? Um... You're putting me on the spot on the podcast here. We can do it, uh, I guess. It, and, I only want to do it if it's going to be successful. <laughs> well, I mean, we can if we record it and it doesn't look good, we just not do it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, um, Lord have mercy on all right. Last soul. thing. Last two things I'm going to say about the Grammys. Lady Gaga yeah. basically did like a rock performance. She just had like a traditional band and she was like the rock star singer. And she yeah. sang that song from that new movie, which I'm really honestly can't wait to see. Stars Born. Um, but that it made you rent it. And I didn't have any money left this week because we're trying to live on a budget. <sighs> oh, man. That's we a are podcast. too. That's a podcast right there. Oh live on goodness. a budget. Yeah. Golly, I didn't. I've never had to live on a budget for so long. It's anyway. Um, so uh, but anyway, Lady Gaga, just she just killed it. She just killed it. So, but the ironic thing was, I saw an article on Yahoo, and it was about um, how there was no rock presence whatsoever at the Grammys, and like Lady Gaga performed the only rock song, and it was just because she took her song and she just performed it. So like there a, was no performances of the, of rock stuff. I mean, well, no televised, and they didn't televise any of the um, and any of the rock awards. None of them. Really? Nope. That's crazy. So that's, it's pretty wild. So that's just where we are right now, I guess. But um, but anyway, uh. So then uh, I don't really know that much about Drake, but I do know that he won an award and he refused to go to the Grammys last year and he always trashed the Grammys. Well, so he finally shows up to the Grammys to receive this award. And I guess no, I don't know if no one know he was there. I don't know. But the way the story goes is he sort of surprised people, which I can't imagine you can surprise anybody at CBS. And he takes his award and like, I only listened to part of it, but like, he's like literally preaching to people which I thought was a little like, mm. you know, come on, dude. You just received an award. Stop like getting on your high horse. Because he was like, oh, you should appreciate your fans. They come out to your show and they're working single jobs. You can live like lavish stars and like all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, like I, I'm not since I did listen to like the totality of it. I'm like, dude, is this dude like like I don't know what his problem is. But anyway, so he like he like uh, and then CBS cut out. They like cut like away from his talk and went to a commercial break. <laughs> So he didn't even let him finish. And I don't think he talked for that long. I think they He's just talking about God and stuff. I don't know. He may have talked about God. Oh. I mean, he won the thing. For, oh, you're just saying he was being preachy. I was just saying he was being preachy. Yeah. Oh, like it yeah. was just like weird. Like, dude, like you're like a rich star too, dude. So like, 
get off your high horse here. Like, you know what aggravates me is the artists that come up and they're like, I just want to thank Jesus, my Lord and Savior, or I just want to thank God. He's number one. And then everybody in the crowd's like, yeah, like I'm on board with that. Hello, lady. <laughs> thank you, ads. Thank you, Google ads. Thank you, Rotita. Because we're in the market for lingerie. Let's see if I can get out of that. There we go. Perfect. So, so, but so you don't like when artists thank God? No. What about football players? Well, what are they thanking God for? Their talents and that they want a game. What I have a problem with is when you thank God for, you know, Bitch Slap a Ho, the newest song by, you know, <laughs> JJ and the Rockettes. I just want to thank Jesus for this song. And it's like, dude, the whole song has nothing but like chicks twerking. You throwing money around at these women in a strip club, and you're like, just thank Jesus for this awesome <laughs> ability to write this song. It'd be about, so original, yes. About I mean, degrading women as I stand up for you women, too, as you're going through your hard time right now with sexual harassment. Are you making harassment. a CeeLo Green reference right now? Is that what you're doing? What did he do? I thought you were the one that told me. He had like a video of like throwing money on strippers or something that made you mad. You oh, definitely no. told me that. No, 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 not CeeLo Green. Oh, it wasn't like One was guy it? that aggravates me, it's like, okay, so like Kendrick Lamar. Oh, that's Kendrick it. Kendrick Lamar, Lamar, I love Kendrick Lamar. I think he's extremely talented, and I think he has his own way of thinking of what Christianity is and being a Christian. So he's got this song, Humble, right? And it's like, be humble. Be humble. I'm just we're imagining <laughs> so he's, he's a beat. He's got to imagine it. But... He's dressed up as like the Pope or, you know, whatever. And like, and he's like dancing around in like this old church or something like that. And it's just like, be humble. So I was like, okay, I can kind of get down with this, right? I don't think you're being sacrilegious yet. And all of a sudden, the very next scene is him sitting down with like all these women, like, like the big booties, like in thongs, dancing around them, doing like these like money cashing machines or like uh, these money counting machines and stuff like that. And he's like throwing money around. I think he's still wearing the Pope stuff or whatever. And he's just like, be humble. And I'm like, what? but I don't, I don't get it. Right. I just don't understand it. And it's just annoying when you see stuff like that. Cause you're like, dude, you have this voice, right. And you, I think you have a faith and I, and like, I think you really believe in Jesus and the power of God and all this stuff. But you know, wh- where's the disconnect here? Another one is like chance the rapper. I know chance listens to our show. I know Kendrick Lamar Thanks. listens to our show. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. And I'm just calling you guys out, brothers, because like I want, I love you, and I want you to be the best man that you can be. But like, Chance the Rapper a couple years ago goes up and wins a Grammy without having a record label, right? First time anybody's ever been able to do that. And he, he's up there, and he does this song, and it's 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 this great song, and I forget I forget the name of it off the top of my head right now because I wasn't planning on talking about this. But he goes in, and it's like this like spoken word type rap. And all of a sudden he breaks into like, how great is our God, right? Kirk Franklin's on stage. I forget this other gospel singers. Like I said, I wasn't prepared to talk about this, but there's other gospel singers on stage. Like Kirk Franklin's like legit Christian, right? And I think it's awesome that they're up there and they're collabing together and they're doing this at the Grammys. This is your shot. This is your time to shine. Chance the Rapper, you're up there and doing it. Do you know how many songs were on the album that like he won best album for that were just utter like crap and garbage? You know, and like stuff that you shouldn't be singing about and shouldn't be putting out there. And then you're thanking God as if like he was the reason for that. And I'm like, I think you got the wrong one in mind, you know. So, yeah, it bothers me when they stand up there because it puts this false personification of like what Christianity is, you know, and it's it's not that. Yeah. And then it gives us a bad name when when we're trying to like speak truth to you. And then we're the ones that are not inclusive, you know. Like we're the ones that are bigots and stuff like that because we're literally speaking truth and not something that's 
that's you know watered down and washed down you know yeah. so that stuff bothers me so much even though i love these these artists and for what they're doing i just don't appreciate them bringing god into it when it's not god that's you know it's a very worldly thing that they're doing writing about and stuff like that and they're like oh thank god for this and like, yeah and i mean you can, you can it. see that with like um the sports artists as well because sports artists will often be you know thanks god for letting artists. me oh sorry sport, <laughs> sports 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 players and <laughs> some of them are both um you know but but the reality is i think though is that like well god's given me the opportunity to do this he's created this world that allows me to do what i do yeah i'm not like glorifying him in it i'm just taking it all for myself but i really appreciate the opportunity to squander everything <laughs> and, yeah. and live it up so i mean in some ways you could be like well I mean, I guess it is right to thank God if you can be like, well, just thanks, Lord, for letting me squander this life. Yeah. Hope it doesn't, hope I don't regret it, but I probably will. Right. I mean, I don't know. But, um, well, I will say that, um, I don't know, it just seems like the Grammys were like overly, they always, you know, all these shows, these awards shows were getting like overly preachy and political. It was just getting like garbage to watch. And uh, I thought they did a good job, even though, you know, they're all like, very like political activists and they're all like very skewed in how they believe things. But anyway, um, and when I say the skewed, I mean, they're just closed minded. It's like one of those things where you have to believe what we believe or we destroy your life. I mean, that's the sort of attitude, um, that I think is the problem. You know what I mean? It's not that like, Oh, Hey, we can have differing opinions. It's like, no, your opinion has to be this or else I destroy you. I take away your business. I do whatever, you know? So, um, well, let's talk about this real quick. Anyway, so my last thing oh, that I wanted to say was that I thought, though, that Alicia Keys, like, toted the line well. And even though she can be, you know, her own political self, uh, she did a great job at the Grammys, keeping it about music and what brings us together and unites us. And, like, she killed it in her, like, little live performance. Did you did yeah, you see that? Little, let's get a little clip of it going. Oh, you got, oh, quick, you got yeah. a clip? She had two pianos. She was playing two at once. Very Tori Amos. Oh, yes. She killed this song, dude. Oh, the second part was so good to that Fiji song. Fiji's? Fiji's? Fuji's? <laughs> oh, now, was she covering Fuji's there? I don't think no. she was. No, she's the, the girl. The original. Not Lauren Hill. I don't do... Uh, a song from like the seventh. Yeah, you like. Right. She likes that Kings of Leon. Now that's Lauren Hill right here. There you go. So she did this whole thing of like, I wish I wrote these songs. They were these so songs. Good. That's pretty good. Just did like a tribute to her favorite song. It was so good. You need to find the full performance. If anybody out there finds the full performance that's good quality, hit us up. Can't find it. CBS like locked down the Grammys on YouTube. Like it took a while to find all the stuff. I love that little beat right there that was dropped. And then she sings the one song that I don't think is a good love song at all. Sorry. It's a good what? So she was like singing all of the love songs and then she just randomly ends with New York. And I'm like, 
That I hate that song. That's, That's only because I live there. I know. I love her as an artist. I do. It's just that New York is not, it, nothing's inspiring. It makes you want to be depressed and, oh. you know. Maybe just being a friar makes you want to be depressed. No, it's it's New York. It's okay. like people in New York are just like I want to go to New people. York so bad. Like I, I feel, and like I'm not, I like being, not that we're out in the country or anything like that, but. You know, we ain't no New Orleans. I mean, it's a fun place to visit, but I mean, you got to realize. I I do miss, part of me misses living in the city. I wish I had two houses, one in the city that can live in all the time. I just want to take my bike everywhere. I don't want to drive. Yeah. I just want to go down the street and I just want to live in the city. And a part of me is like, I just like being away, you know? So, any hoozles. Oh, okay. So, let's talk about this real quick. So, we're we're on the Grammys, okay? Uh, Of course, the page goes away that I'm looking at. There it is. All right, I'm going to go over a couple of the awards, all right? And I want okay. let's just discuss the categories. Okay. Um record of the year. This is America, Childish Gambino wins it. Have you heard that song? Yes, you played it for me. It's a good song. Can't remember right now, but you remember you bringing it okay. up to me. So, um I like it by Cardi B, The Joke, Brandy Carlisle, God's Plan, Drake, Shallow, Lady God's Gaga, plan. Bradley Cooper. God's plan. All the stars, Kendrick Lamar. Rockstar, Post Malone, The Middle, Zed, I don't know whoever that is. Um, do you agree with This Is America, Record of the Year? I mean, I don't know enough about all the records that came out. They're all the same pop stuff. Well, it's not record like as in like an album. Record of the Year and Album of the Year is two different things. What is a record of the year? It's like the recording. Like the quality of the recording? Uh, everything. Like it's, the songwriting plus... I th- the, well, the recording, not just the songwriting, because you can have a song being written, but it's not recorded, right? So it's kind of like... It, it, it'd probably be better if it was like recording of the year instead of record of the year. Interesting. Because album of the year was... Is, is, the, is the record of the year, is that given to the artist or is that given to the company that recorded it? It goes to a, a lot. I don't know. The it's kind of hard. The sound engineer person? Yeah, yeah. It's going to go to the producers and stuff like that of that, of that song. Interesting. So because album of the year is the same way. It goes to the producers they were like, and everything. Of they were song. like, "Well, so much of this music isn't actually written by these people. It's all written by these producers. We should give them an award." Right. Well, uh, no, I, I agree with a lot of that. Um, Casey Musgraves won Album of the Year against Cardi B, Brandy Carlile, Drake, Her, Post Malone, Janelle Monae, and the Black Panther <laughs> soundtrack was up. Nice. I'm only laughing at it because it's a soundtrack. I'm not laughing at it because it's Black Panther. Um, and Casey Musgraves is a country singer. Won Album of the Year. Wow. You have your own awards. Go away. I know. Why? I mean, they don't let, the country music don't let nobody else in there. I know. Now, song of the year is different. I think song of the year is like the all-encompassing, like the writing yeah. and composition of everything. This is America. One. Um, all the- Stars, Booed Up, God's Plan, In My Blood, The Joke, The Middle, and Shallow were also nominated. Shallow is a good song. Yeah. Uh, best New Artist. I don't know who Dua Lipa is. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but Dua Lipa, congratulations. Um, I don't know who half of these people are, to be honest with you. That's Luke Combs, that guy sounds familiar, unless he's a country singer. I'm clicking on him on accident. Stop it. Go away. Okay. Uh, best. Oh, goodness gracious. Guys, I'm working off an iPad here that is like so old. It's not even funny. I apologize. <laughs> I have seen older iPads. It's not that old. It's an Air 2, but it's still... I mean, you still you have the right it, until you have the old school, uh, like iPhone four plug charger. The that's when you know you pin. have. An, yeah, that's yeah. when you know. I have one in the in the closet. Oh yeah, those are the those are the real deal. I have the original iPad. All right, there you go. Saving not. that one day. 
does not turn, turn that on. on. No, I tried to sell it at a garage sale. No one wanted it. Does it work? I was like, I don't know. I'm selling it for a dollar. We've talked about this. Yes. Garage sale right. people. They didn't buy it. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, best pop solo performance. Joanne. Lady Gaga. Uh, Beck was on there. Camilla Cabala, Cabello for Havana. Yeah, she sang that song live. They, I mean, it was like a Broadway. Did she? It was like a Broadway show. It was, it was really good, but it was uh-huh. ridiculous. Ariana Grande and Post Malone. Post Malone was nominated for quite a few, few, but all right. So Lady Gaga won that one. Lady Gaga won another one. Let's go see. Uh, best traditional pop vocal album. Interesting phraseology. Okay. I feel like they're just inventing awards for people. No, this is this is like your um, like traditional pop would be Frank Sinatra. Tony Bennett, so, you know, traditional pop. How is that traditional pop? That uh, sounds a bit like. Uh, well, it's not just like that. Like okay, so like let's look at the look at the nominations. Barbara Streisand, Seal. You know what I mean? Like that's. I don't know how to explain it any better than that. Um, Willie Nelson won. Wow, they're just giving that dude an award because he's about to die. I don't know. Okay, best pop vocal album. Ariana Grande won. Good for you, Ariana. I don't understand why people care about that stuff. Best dance recording. Was all this televised? No. The, best dance electronic album. There's, there's a lot that's not televised. Okay, they, best rock performance. I'm going to give you the nominees, and you tell me who's the winner. Why don't I just... Can I just guess the nominees? Yeah. I'm just guess the nominees. Okay. Corporate sellout bands. All right, who are they? Um, I'm going to go with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Foo Fighters. Nope. Why are you calling them corporate sellout bands? You're <laughs> you're like you list my two favorite bands of all time. And always at the corporate sellout bands. Fall Out Boy. No, Weezer. Gosh, I can't stand no, Fall Out I don't Boy. Know. All no, right. but they're not right, on. Tell it. me. Okay, Chris Cornell. Oh, okay, he's not alive, right? Am I correct? Okay, Arctic Monkeys. I think they're from the UK. Uh, the Fever Three Three Three. I've never heard of them. Uh, Greta Van Fleet. From Michigan, from Frankenmuth. Are they named after Michigan. that anchor from television? No, they're they're named after um, Greta Van Susteren. No, no, no. They're they're named after uh, some lady from their town. I I read it. I mean, I <laughs> listened to it anyway. And then Hailstorm, Hailstorm, Hailstorm. Okay. Oh, Hailstorm. I thought it, I thought it was like a Swedish band. So I was like, Hailstorm. No, but it's just Hailstorm. I think I never heard of them either. Uh, Chris uh, Cornell won for When Bad Does Good. I haven't heard of that song either, and I don't remember seeing that I'm, performance. So Didn't he die over a year ago? I don't know when he died. I just it could have been like, unreleased, but I don't know how it was performed. I yeah, don't know I, how this works. The, he performed it because it was he performed it as a ghost. Yeah. That's what really happened, and that's why it was so amazing. Right. Because, I mean, anyone can play a, can perform a song while they're alive. But you, you kill it while you're dead? <laughs> that's... That's a Grammy. Too soon. Too soon. All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Best metal performance. You're going to guess any Uh, of these metal bands? Duhas. (laughs) No, what is that? Duhas Mish. I don't know. What was that band that sang that? It was like a German band that was like, they were really popular. Ramstein. Ramstein. You don't remember Ramstein? No. There was like a German like metal band that like, Made it in America, and they had this one song everyone used to sing. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't trust your facts. Do, do has me. I mean, I shouldn't sing it because I have no idea what the words mean, but whatever. Okay. Uh, High on Fire, Between the Buried and Me. 
Death Haven, Trivium, and Under Oath. Whoa! I know. I we did. know Under Oath listens to the show. We do. We've no, I, I did. I did see that uh, Aaron was about that. not Aaron. Uh, that Spencer was at the Grammys with his with his honey, and um, so I was excited for with him. his new non Christian friends. I'm sure she was a not. Yeah, a uh, high on fire one. Don't know who the hell they are. Best rock song. Since this wasn't televised, we're trying to let you guys know. Uh, Mass Education, Black Smoke Rising, Jumpsuit, Mantra, and Rats. So these are all the people we got to start looking up and figure out. Those are songs. Figure out these songs. You might discover an artist you didn't know existed because they don't get played anywhere. Yeah, so um, Mass Education was done by St. Vincent, the band. Um, Black Smoke Rising is Greta Van Fleet. Jumpsuit is 21 Pilots, which I'm surprised they didn't get more nominations because their new album was not that bad. St. Um, Vincent did do like a mashup at the... Uh, St. Vincent's pretty good though. Yeah. I, I mean, do like them. She was pretty cool. It was, but I think it was another girl that was there. Like, I, I don't... I think they did like a mashup song, but she was just like playing... But she... Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mantra by Bring Me the Horizon and Rats by Ghosts. Um, St. Vincent won. Good job, guys. Uh, best rock album. This is where I was kind of upset. Best rock album of of 2018, I guess. These are the nominees. Greta Van Fleet. Understandable. They better change up and do something new. Otherwise, they're going to get old really quickly. Alice in Chains. Okay. I'm telling you, dude. The labels, the man, the corporate man. I didn't know Allison Change was still making music. I don't need who knows because the lead singer are. died in 1994 or they six. They probably just cloned his voice electronically, and then the producers make music. Fallout Boy. I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> Ghost going I down. Don't down think I know Ghost, but looking at their the movie soundtrack. No, the band and Weezer. And we already talked about what an amazing album Weezer did. What what was that? Was that for the uh, Pacific Daydream? What would you get a Grammy for for making a cover album? No, uh, I don't know. Most least original. Yeah. Okay. Best alternative music album, which is more music that I would listen to, even though the music that's on here is not really. So like Beck, I listen to Beck. Uh, Arctic Monkeys, I listen to them. Uh, Bjork, I do not listen to Bjork at all. Dude, I have listened to some Bjork. I'm not going to lie. David Byrne. It's funny that she's considered rock. I in St. Vincent. Well, it's alternative. Oh, alternative. In St. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. And Beck won. So Beck is another good one that just keeps winning it up. All right, let's go to the, our favorite category of all time, which is at the very end. Um, it is... It's a lot of rap, dude. Yeah, best rap song. Best rap song performance. Best rap performance. Best R&B album. That's not rap. Best urban contemporary album. I don't even know what that means. Dude, it's all like they kept adding stuff and they kept adding stuff to it. Like it just needs to be rap, rock, country. Like just do the genres and that's it. What's the best? It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just so it's it's very, very long. But I mean, it's, to me, the thing I always enjoy is just the live performances. The awards are kind of like, blah, who cares anyway? I mean, because they're all the awards are so the whole thing's rigged. But it's just nice to see all the artists. All right. Best gospel it. performance or song, "Never Alone" by Tori Kelly, which is the one that won, featuring Kirk Franklin. One, 
Yes. I don't. She did thank Jesus at the very end. She really spent the whole time thanking everyone there and what and like like she you they could tell it? Yeah. You could tell that Oh, because it's gospel, it's not just contemporary Christian. But you could tell that she was like, I'm just so honored <laughs> to be among you wonderful people. Like it is just such an honor to be here. Y'all all inspire me. I love all of your music. Everyone here accept me as a real musician. And then she goes, Oh, then of course, you know, I have to thank Jesus. And then like walked off and you're like, All right, whatever, dude. So, I don't know. It made me. It made it didn't set right. All right. right. Best CCM. Okay. Um, I agree with this one hundred percent. Actually, um, I love me some Lauren Daigle. Who doesn't? She is legit. So you say by she Lauren is Daigle? Going, she is going pop though, but her choice. She's she's really good. Uh, yeah. Everybody else on the list was okay. Whatever. You're just typical Christian people. Uh, best gospel album, Tori Kelly won again. Um, so good for her. Best contemporary Christian music album, Lauren Daigle won again. Good job. And she was up against some good, like heavy hitters on the worship scene. You know, Elevation Worship and Jesus Culture. Watch it. Best Roots gospel album. I Roots. don't even know. Jason Crab. Good job. All right, that's all the Christian stuff. So those are winners. It's it's all hip hop and pop, which I, I don't mind the hip hop part because I do have an appreciation for it. Um, I just read an article actually while we we're doing this podcast about the reason why rock isn't televised, and they're pretty much like we don't know if they're going to show up. I guess too many years in a row of them being like a third party, being like we're accepting the award for them because they just wouldn't show up. Yeah. So they're like, fine, we're not televising you guys anymore. So show up, guys, win your awards or accept your uh, awards. Well, I mean, do they tell? I mean, do they give them a lot of time? I mean, you got to also realize I these rock, know. these rock bands are freaking poor. Okay, and, and like, what you going to fly these up five, six people? Poor. They don't make their money off of awards and TV appearances. They make their money by being on the road. Anyway, so did you see the? You remember that chick that came out with the pro life dress the other a couple years ago or last year? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah. you see her? Did you see her dress this year? No, I did not. We follow her on Insta, so that's why I'm trying to find her name real quick. Um, I'm becoming, I'm slowly becoming not a fan of her, but, um, I was, I was a fan because she came out with this like pro-life dress and it was very, it was beautiful. It was kind of like painted on this white dress of this fetus in the womb. And basically it was like pro-life, right? Well, this year she comes out with this dress and it's, she's wearing this like silver thing that is like covering up her dress. Um, and it, it, again, it kind of looks stylish. Let's see here. Let's go to our page. Is she like a music artist? She is a recording artist. She's also a Fox correspondent. Interesting. Fox News correspondent. Or that makes music on the side. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I should have had this prepped before, William. You're an idiot. Yeah, William. Okay, Matt, say something while I do this. Well, what I'm going to say, Will, is that I'm really excited about our live show on Thursday. So if you haven't heard about it already because you weren't listening to the first half of the show, uh, we will be on Thursday, the 21st of February, at Chimes in Covington, 6.30. Be there. It's going to be awesome. Um, drink some beer, hang out, talk about love. Okay, thank you. I got it. All the crazy talking. stuff. Okay, here's the address. I'm really excited about it. Is this for... Oh, balls. He just lost it. <gasps> Looks like she got hacked. Sad. Things, things, things. I wish.
really wish she would have played the second part where Alicia Keys was playing the uh, the um. Strumming my pain with pain. So check this out. She's wearing the silver thing, right? She takes it off, and it's it's got bricks on it, drawn on it, right? And it's like "Make America Great Again" purse or satchel or. Oh, it's a wall clutch. dress. Oh, she has a "Make America Great" brick in her hand. Yeah. Oh wow. Now wait for it, because she turns around. Oh, that is funny. Let me know when she turns around, because she's looking all like she's trying to look all cute and be like whatever, you know. She turns around, and on the back of it, in I'm bright waiting. red, it's like "Build the Wall." I'm waiting for her to turn around. It looks like not doesn't look like graffiti, but it looks like it's just drawn on there. Oh wow, that's lame, right? So at the Grammys, and so it's like, I don't know. I feel like the pro life thing I understood and I got. Now I'm like, my heart's broken. Your heart's broken because she, this like silver. I mean that the the silver breakaway dress. Was, was interesting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like I don't know. It's like it looked like it was magnetic. Yeah, no. Like, it wasn't like snaps. It was like a magnetic hold uh, over the other dress. So yeah. So yeah. Um, the 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 brick dress doesn't sound like it would be look cool, but it does actually look like a cool looking dress. Yeah, in this my is opinion. Joy Villa. And I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known it was a wall if she wasn't holding a because uh, it's not red. It's like you know. Yeah. It's like a black, um, pattern that's like bricks or whatever. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm really excited about, I'm riding a Mardi Gras right. parade. Are you? Yeah. Did you know I ride in Mardi Gras parades? I didn't. I belong to a, uh, Car- the name, the crew of Carrollton. Mm. And uh, we ride the first weekend of Mardi Gras in New Orleans. And I'm really excited about it and ride on a float. Nice. My little boy's going to come this year to the, like the day before everybody can bring their families to like the den where we keep all of the floats. And so they can run up on the floats. Yeah. And How'd see you get on this crew? Um, you uh, well, my business partners are all part of the crew. Nice. Like their families are real involved in it, so cool. sort of got invited that route. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know. Uh, I think like I mean, it's not like that hard to join the crew. Like I think it's just we're, we're gonna start our own crew, uh, crew of TGS. Interesting, all right? And so we'll wear Marty Rock clothes next next time we do an episode. Oh, okay. So. Maybe I should do a live. I should do some videos from the uh, from yes. the float. That'd be nice if you participated. That'd be cool. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take video of me at Mardi Gras. Yeah, on my float. Give me something to post on the Insta, dude. Yeah, we'll post it on the Insta. <clears throat> awesome. Um, Just have to make sure that. Well, yeah. I apologize that we weren't here last week or the week before. Uh, we had an awesome shows actually planned and scheduled, so just know that they were really great. And yeah. we tried really hard, and They're then unrepeatable. You know, they were so good. Crap mm-hmm. at the fan for me, and just couldn't do it. So, I apologize. Um, but theology on tap tomorrow night, six thirty. We're starting the show live. We get want you to early. be a part of the show. So come on. We'll have a microphone set up and headphones. Anybody, show up. Grab the microphone. Grab the headphones. We'll ask you some questions. We want to know what your favorite love songs are and stuff like that. So you can be on the show. Um, we'll be at Chimes in Covington at 6.30. Uh, we give a little talk on love at 7.15-ish. What is love, love, baby, it don't hurt me. I won't, Matt. We should sing that song. Maybe we should, that should be what we lip sync That one to. I can do. Yeah. Okay. Um, guys, you can find us everywhere on social media. We are located at That Guy Show 
on nowhere. We are located at Wise Fools Media on Instagram, Wise Fools Media on Facebook, Wise Fools Media on Twitter. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Uh, we don't really have much going on there, but soon, I promise you, we're going to get there. Once life calms down and stops beating me up, I'll be able to do it. Um, go to wisefoolsmedia.com for blogs and more. Um, there's really not more right now. There's just a couple blogs. If you'd like to leave a comment or a question to be on to be played on the air, hit us up at thatguyshow at wisefoolsmedia.com. Thatguyshow at wisefoolsmedia.com. Actually, I got my first phone call. Of your life? No, for the show. But it's not for our show. It's for Without Apology that I do with Josh. So there's another show underneath the Wise Fools banner called Without Apology with myself and Josh Bertusi. And we talk about Catholic apologetics. And I, I kind of play the dumb guy on the show. And he plays a super smart guy. Um, but anyway, someone called in and left a voicemail. I was like super psyched. Oh, that's awesome. We've been promoting it on our show that guy's show, this show. It's, we've we been don't promoting say it for months. It's apparently our controversial stuff isn't enough to call in. Right. Like nobody's that upset that so, I hate Southwest. Yeah. So this chick called in and she actually asked like a really good question. So I'm excited because uh, without apology, she should be picking back up in the next week or so. Uh, we took a little break from that. So anyway, call us and leave a voicemail. 985-503-7867. 985-503-7867. You're supposed was, to sing the whole thing with I me. I was trying, but you you just made up your own tune. That's not the tune we were doing. You it? just like ripped Nine, that from eight, the five, radio. Five oh three seven eight six seven. You're doing it different every time. Okay, what is it? I'll it sing goes it like you. this: goes nine eight five five oh three seven eight six seven. Like that? Did I sing it right? No, it was terrible. Let's can do it again. Nine eight five five oh three. <laughs> Just hit the music. music. I'm William. I'm Matt. And this is That Guy Show. Peace. (laughs)